I'm Anna Lou Pickens, and this is The Little Stuff, a podcast where we talk about the small moments in life and how those add up to what actually matters. Yay, first episode. Here we go. So I'm super excited to sit down and talk about this. So excited, in fact, that I'm literally recording this first episode in my car right now outside of Coco Espresso, which is the coffee shop is my absolute favorite. And it's where I had the idea to do this just a few minutes ago. And as it turns out, my car actually has really good acoustics. So this honestly might be the plan for where to record, even though that's a little unconventional. But anyways, I've always dreamed of starting a podcast really because I've always been such a huge talker and I've obviously gotten a lot of energy. I've got a lot of energy in me and that's really just a blessing and a curse because being such a chatty person, I've definitely gotten into trouble growing up a lot about it, but I also love it now because I'll literally talk to anyone. I'll talk to a brick wall and I feel like it's led me to some really cool places and interesting friendships and just being able to learn a lot about new perspectives. So hopefully I'll be able to pass some of that on through this podcast. So I've always thrown around the idea of starting a podcast, like I was saying, but I never really knew what I was going to talk about. But the good news is now I definitely have a topic and I'm really just super excited to share about that. Um, And I do want to give y'all a little bit of a backstory on how I decided to start this. So this podcast kind of started as a project for one of my media and journalism classes, and it's called The Branding of Me. It's an awesome class, but we had an assignment to write either a blog or do a podcast about something we're interested in. And I started out writing a blog for that class basically on the topic, topic of happiness and how my interest in happiness in general really started when I was at a very dark point in my life. And like I said, I'm really just a talkative person, so I felt like I could share more content and kind of bring a voice and a personality to the perspectives I was writing about if I did a podcast. So I really just kind of want to dive right into that. And obviously, the topic is happiness, and everyone wants to be happy, right? That's a given. I feel like for most people in the world, even even people who aren't known for being the best people, just at their core, we all really just want to be loved and find some semblance of happiness. And I think that's something that's universal and something that unites everyone. And the thing that's so tricky, though, in this age of social media is that we're constantly being fed these perfectly curated ideas of happiness online. So it's so, so hard to see what's genuine and what's fake happiness that's really just for the quote-unquote aesthetic of it all. Like when we look at someone's feeds, we're seeing their best moments. We see the version of them that they want to put forth to the world. And social media makes us feel like we're immediately connected to everybody we follow. We're believing that we're seeing their real life, but you know, we're really just not. And that's something I've honestly noticed that so many people who are part of Gen Z, like me, um, are kind of falling victim to is kind of getting sucked into the idea of that facade. And many of the people I've talked to about this honestly aren't that happy, even though their Instagrams are beautiful and they spend so much time trying to convince everybody that they're fun, they're happy, they have it all at the end of the day. There's sadly this emptiness that this online facade of happiness just can't fill. And I know that and I, because I've talked a lot about this topic with different people and I've witnessed that and I've felt that myself. And so this first episode, I really just kind of want to get into moments where I was feeling that and explain a little bit of my story in relation to happiness and why I want to talk about it. 
So those of you who know me personally will definitely already know this, but I've always been kind of an overachiever, really for better or for worse. And there are pros and cons to living a life like that, even though we live in this society that really pushes hard work and praises what's now known as like hustle culture. There are a thousand percent downsides to that way of living. And I think that people need to talk about that. Um, because really, as long as I can remember, I put so much pressure on myself to achieve in every area of life, but especially academically. And in a lot of ways, I'm grateful to my past self for working that hard because a lot of good things have happened as a result. Um, I got a full ride to college. I got into business school at a very young age. And I realized not only how blessed I am to have had all those opportunities, but I also know that if I hadn't worked so hard from a young age, I would not have the life that I have now. And I love the life that I've built for myself, so please don't get me wrong about that. But over the years through high school and college, I just started to feel really burnt out. And it got to the point where I was, I was really just flying too close to the sun trying to achieve everything. And as you'll see, I really, I ended up burning myself. And looking back now, I realized that for years, I had convinced myself that if I just power through everything academically and put these feelings of stress on the back burner and just pretend to be superwoman, that's how I would achieve happiness. But I was ultimately chasing this idea of perfection. And I convinced myself that if I cre could create this facade of a perfect life for myself, then I would be truly happy. And at some point, that desire for academic perfection transferred into a desire for perfection in every aspect of my life. And that was thing when things started getting a lot worse. Um, and what made a lot of things worse, for me at least, was social media. This need for perfection transferred into a need to have a perfect LinkedIn, to look like I was having fun every weekend on Instagram. And I would watch TikToks by lifestyle influencers and I would just drive myself crazy feeling bad that I wasn't waking up at 6 a.m. every day to go run 10 miles. And I consequently ended up developing a really unhealthy relationship with working out too. So I was basically really taking everything in my life that should have been meaningful and should have been fulfilling, like learning, working out, spending time with my friends, and I was putting so much pressure on myself that I was just sucking every ounce of joy out of my life. And really when all of that came to a head was at the beginning of my senior year of college. And I was really, really unhappy at that time. And just being unhappy was so hard for me because I felt like I should be feeling happy, right? Like it was my senior year. I had this good group of friends who were so supportive and we were all friends with each other. And I have my awesome boyfriend who I've dated since high school, who's just continues to be great too. And at that time I was also on my sorority's executive council. And I was just being told by people, by everyone in my life that I was a role model, a good person doing everything right. And honestly, even though I was a big fish in a really small pond, there, that was so much pressure for me, being told that all the time. And this is really the most important part of all of this, is that I felt like my worth as a person was really, really attached to all of these things. And appearing to be successful was absolutely how I defined myself. Which is so sad, you know, looking back on that. But I do think it's something that a lot of people are going to be able to relate to. 
So what ended up happening for me at least is I absolutely gaslit myself into feeling awful that I was not fulfilled by my life. Um, and now I know the reason why I wasn't feeling fulfilled by my life was that I was not living an authentic life at all. I was trying to live a perfect life and convince everybody around me that I was superwoman, but to the detriment of my own emotional health, which is the most important thing. So all these feelings really hit me like a truck pretty much all at once. And it was right around the time when I was set to go on fall break from college. And during fall break, I went to France and that whole trip was just awful for me. But not only because I was figuring all this stuff out on a personal level, but the real reason why I went to France in the first place was to spend time with my grandfather who has dementia. And throughout that trip though, what did I do? I posted pretty pictures and I pretended like I was having the time of my life and I very much convinced everybody back home that I was just living the good life in France and definitely not sobbing my eyes out every night even though that was absolutely my reality. But it was because in my mind I was so defined by the way I thought others would perceive me and at that time to admit any weakness to seem like I wasn't thriving in every area of life was just not something that I was able to do. So I really was living this double life in every way. I was pretending to be happy to almost everybody in my life, but I was really just falling apart on the inside. So I make it through that trip. And when I got home, I really made a conscious choice to figure all this out and help myself to feel better. And it was so, so hard to, for me to admit that I needed to get some help in that area of my life. But for me, that was a huge first leap because admit, admitting that I was not superwoman, I was not this perfect being, but I did it and I talked to the people in my life about the fact that I really needed support and I just started prioritizing my own happiness for the first time in a long, long time. And what finally snapped me out of that game of pretending, that obsession with being perfect, was realizing that if I did not break that cycle, I was going to lose really important relationships with people who were actually genuine in my life, who I loved. Because ultimately, there's no way to keep up a facade of perfection forever. And not only was I not a healthy person, but I was really a pretty miserable person to be around for all the people who were closest to me because that's the terrible thing about all this. Yes, I seemed perfect on my Instagram and on my LinkedIn and on my resume and to the outside world. But I actually was not being a kind person all the time, or even a lot of the time, to the people who were closest to me in my actual life. And, you know, that definitely was not on purpose. They were just getting the fallout from all my internal stress. But it got to the point where I was just so overwhelmed by all my overcommitments and all the pressure that I was putting on myself that I really just shut down. And honestly, all I wanted to do was lie in bed and ignore all my commitments and... I really just remember like wanting to scream at everybody, like go away, just leave me alone um, to anybody who needed anything from me or even just wanted to be around me at all because I felt myself losing patience so easily with everybody and bursting just into tears at random moments. And I, it was absolutely exhausting, I know, to be around me during that time. But it was because my life was so stressful and on top of things that were out of my control, like my grandfather's health situation, I was making my life more stressful because of that obsession with being perfect. 
every moment of my day was packed full of things to do and I felt like I was just running myself absolutely ragged, running from one thing to the next in the attempt to be the best at everything. And obviously, nobody's going to want to be around that long term. So not only did I have to get myself really under control for my sake, which was the most important thing, but I also really had to do it for everybody else. And I'm so glad that I did. And obviously, all this happened a relatively short time ago. So all this stuff is things that I'm still really figuring out. And there are still moments all the time in my life where I put too much pressure on myself. But so far, I've really just been trying to live my life more authentically and give myself permission to be human. I've always been a really academic person too. So what helped me, at least, was very methodically doing research into how to help myself through this. So I delved into what happiness is on a scientific level, and I tried hard to figure out how to apply that in a way that would work for me. So I actually ended up going to Denmark, which is statistically the happiest country on earth. And I went to the Museum of Happiness, which was just so, so cool. And I'd love to talk about that in another episode. But all of this is really just a work in progress for me. But I wanted to use this to have a space to talk candidly about everything I've learned because it's for sure changing my life. And so the way I think I'm going to do this is release an episode about once a week for the next few months. And I'm just going to talk about all different kinds of things and people and relationships that bring me joy. Because ultimately, what I've realized from all this is that it's not the big outside things like medals and trophies and the traditional markers of success in our lives that bring us joy. It's for me, it's the knowledge that I'm a good person and I'm trying to live my life authentically and spending time with people I love and just giving myself a chance to breathe. That's what's making me happy in my life. And honestly, I'm so proud of my generation of Gen Z because I think in a lot of ways, we're a very candid group of young people who are making good strides socially and changing the way that the world works and challenging the status quo in some very important ways. But we've also grown up in this shadow of social media. And I think we're really just now beginning to understand how that has impacted us for the past several years. So I hope what this show can be is just a space to be really honest because I'm not an expert at all, but I am a person who's lived through this and is willing to be very real about it at this point. And so, yeah, I know this, this first episode was kind of a downer, but I really feel like I just needed to frame where I was coming from and why this stuff is so important. So if y'all have stuck around, I really hope you'll join me in talking about this. Thank you guys for listening and I hope you'll come back next week.